Welcome to AZPM News Daily, a recap of all the day's news from Arizona Public Media. I'm Steve Jess. On this edition, Freedom Fest folds. Brent Brennan gets his Arizona deal. This is where I want to be. It's where my family wants to be. And there's a new way to get your taxes filed. It looks just as good or even better on a mobile phone as it does on a desktop. Knowing a lot of folks in need are indeed accessing the internet on their phones. Topping our news today, former President Donald Trump has backed out of a planned appearance at an Arizona Republican Party fundraiser on Friday, according to a party spokesperson. Trump's decision comes a day after Jeff DeWitt resigned as chair of the state GOP following the release of a surreptitiously recorded conversation of him seemingly trying to bribe Carrie Lake to stay out of this year's U.S. Senate race. The Arizona Republican Party has struggled to keep cash flowing following repeated losses in statewide elections, including Trump's loss to President Joe Biden in 2020. The recording and DeWitt's resignation have thrown the state Republican Party into chaos on the eve of its annual organizing meeting on Saturday. Grassroots party officials may vote this weekend to elect a new chair who will lead the state GOP through the 2024 campaign. The Arizona Board of Regents unanimously approved a five-year contract for the new University of Arizona head football coach, Brent Brennan. His base salary will start at just over $2 million, increasing yearly for a combined compensation of over $16 million. Brennan attended the board meeting and was welcomed with enthusiasm by the Regents, many thanking him for his team-building skills. This is where I want to be. It's where my family wants to be. And, you know, I get to work around great people, and the people in Tucson, Arizona, have always been amazing. They've been amazing to me, amazing to my family, and the people make the place. Head football coach Jed Fish announced this week he was leaving for the University of Washington. The UA is expected to receive over $5 million from Fish and Washington as a buyout. Some of that money will be used to pay San Jose State University a million dollars to satisfy Brennan's contract. The Arizona Board of Regents was also briefed on the University of Arizona's budget problems at its meeting. Late last year, UA President Robert Robbins announced it was facing a $240 million budget shortfall. That led to speculation that its acquisition of the online school Ashford University, now known as the University of Arizona Global Campus, contributed to the financial crisis. But at the meeting, ABOR Executive Director John Arnold said while UAGC has $265 million in operating costs, it's generating enough revenue to cover them. Arnold is also serving as UA's Chief Interim Financial Officer. He said previous administrations used outdated financial models which caused a disconnect between the cost of operating each school and the resources that were allocated for them. He's looking for a more predictive model to use in the future. Arizona Senator Kirsten Sinema says details on a border foreign aid package will likely be out next week and will include funding for migrant services, such as Tucson's Casa Alitas, a quicker process for asylum claims, and changes to better manage large groups arriving at the border. Danielle Kamara has more. Sinema says the asylum system is backlogged with people who don't qualify, and changes in the package will process people faster. We're reforming that system so that individuals will not be paroled into the country. Instead, their claims will be decided quickly 
and they'll either get on a path to a new life in America if they qualify for asylum, or they'll be humanely returned to their home country if they don't qualify for asylum. She says the package also includes policy changes to better manage the large numbers of migrants arriving at the border between ports of entry, as well as continued support and resources for Ukraine, Israel, and U.S. allies in the South Pacific. Even if the Senate approves the bipartisan package, it likely faces an uphill battle in the House. I'm Danielle Kamara, AZPM News. The U.S. Department of Labor says union membership grew last year under the Biden administration. The news comes as an Arizona coalition tries to gather enough signatures to ask voters to repeal state laws they call anti-union. U.S. labor officials counted 139,000 more union members nationwide in 2023 than in the year before. Union membership in Arizona is consistently below the national average. The National Federation of Independent Businesses says Arizona has been a right-to-work state for nearly 80 years. Right-to-work generally means employees can't be forced to become union members. A coalition called Arizona Works Together aims to repeal laws the group calls anti-union. They face a July 4th deadline to submit roughly 384,000 signatures needed to put a constitutional amendment on the November ballot. Pima Community College is receiving $1.2 million to expand its heating, ventilation, and air conditioning training. Hannah Cree reports on Congressman Raul Grijalva's visit to the college. Congressman Grijalva congratulated a crowd of a few dozen trade school students this morning. We are very proud to be the source of investment in the future of the college and the people you prepare for the future. Community Liaison for Green Valley Cooling and Heating Peter Purvis said the expanded training program is a greatly needed investment for the HVAC industry that's currently facing a severe shortage of technicians. We've got to bring people into the trades. If we don't start getting people in there, there's not going to be any workers. College officials say the $1.2 million will go towards training equipment for new students and supplemental training for existing HVAC workers in southern Arizona. I'm Hannah Cree, AZPM News. Republican lawmakers have advanced a bill that would make nonpartisan school board races partisan in Arizona. And the bill's sponsor says she wants even more elections to feature politically partisan candidates. The bill would require school board candidates to disclose their party affiliation to voters, something school officials and legislative Democrats oppose. But Senator Justine Wadsack of Tucson says she wants to take the idea even further, making elections for judges, fire districts, and city councils partisan as well. Barry Ahrens, a lobbyist for the Arizona Association of County School Superintendents, said the bill would unnecessarily polarize local elections. Arizona officials today showed off the prototype of a system that will let some taxpayers file their state income taxes without relying on a third party, such as TurboTax. Gabriel Zucker with Code for America, the tech nonprofit that created the software, demonstrated how the website is scaled to work on a cell phone screen. Uh, you certainly can use this on a desktop computer, um, but we designed this tool, much like DirectFile designed theirs, to be mobile first, uh, meaning that it looks just as good or even better on a mobile phone as it does on a desktop. Knowing a lot of folks in need are indeed accessing the internet on their phones, um, this is the way we want to make sure it's accessible to them. 
The state site follows the example set by the Internal Revenue Service with its new free file website. Starting this year, taxpayers in certain states who have uncomplicated tax returns can file their taxes directly with the government at no cost. And that'll catch you up on all the stories we've covered today at the Arizona Public Media Newsroom. Thanks for listening. When you can't catch our on-air newscasts, you can always get the news right here. Be sure to subscribe to AZPM News Daily wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Steve Jess. We'll talk to you again tomorrow. <laughs>